0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Book Talk with Kara. I'm Kara Putman and the author of more than 40 books. More than that, though, I read more than 120 books a year. I love to introduce readers to their next favorite book, and I delight in mentoring writers. Book Talk is where readers and writers meet to talk books and why we love them. So join us as we pull back the curtain on how we write books and what we love to read. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Book Talk with Kara. And in this a series of episodes, I'm taking you behind the scenes to the stories behind my books. Um, it's something that you as readers have been asking for. And so I decided that in this season, I would take you behind the scenes and kind of pull back the curtain to explain why I wrote some of the stories that I did. So to, in today's episode, I'm going to tell you about Beyond Justice, which was the first legal romantic suspense that I wrote for Thomas Nelson, which is part of Harper Collins' Larger Umbrella, and this book is really special to me, and the reason is because when I started writing, I really thought that because I'm an attorney, that this is the genre that editors and publishers would want me to write. I, let's face it, I'm an attorney, so shouldn't I be writing John Grisham and Lisa Scudellini type of legal thrillers? that's what I thought. But in 2005, 2006, when I was starting to talk to editors at different publishing houses, that wasn't what they were interested in. And I found that, um, I don't know that I found it necessarily uh, discombobulating or discouraging, but it was just kind of surprising. Um, because you're always told, write what you know, and focus on what you can do that nobody else can do. And so as an attorney, I knew kind of this superpower that I brought to writing that a lot of other writers wouldn't naturally just have, is the ability to write what I know in the legal field and to bring kind of that um, legitimacy of actually being an attorney. So I kind of, not deviated, but went down the road of writings, a lot of World War II, writing cozy mysteries, writing some romantic suspense, um, but not writing legal suspense. However, I was always trying to prepare the path for readers because I very strategically started to put characters in these stories that were attorneys so for example in stars in the night the heroine is an attorney in 1942 so that's a whole another story behind this story that i'll tell in a different episode but that was a choice that i intentionally made because i figured that at some point in time editors might start going all right, Kara, where are your legal stories? What I didn't expect was it would take almost 10 years. So I started writing in 2005, got my first contract in 2006. Then the first book came out in 2007. It won a major award in Christian publishing in 2008. And I've been writing ever since. But it probably wasn't until gosh, I would say about 2016, I am checking the copyright. Yeah. This book came out in Beyond Justice came out in 2017. So I would say probably about 2014, September, 2014, um, maybe a little bit after that, I suddenly had editors starting to go, okay, where is your legal? The ironic thing was at that point, I went, you're going to have to wait because I didn't have any ideas. So I had at that point in time, I'd figured out with writing that I needed to have an idea that I knew I could be passionate about for two years. It had to be something that I could be excited about through developing the proposal, selling it to my agent, then the editor, then writing the book, then editing the book, going through usually two if not three levels of editing, then the book's gonna come out and then I have to do marketing for the book. So there's this whole series of events that have to happen and it takes at least two years if you're doing traditional publishing. So that is a long time that I as the author have to be not just engaged, but like passionate about the topic. So I will never forget, for Beyond Justice, I was starting to play with the idea of, I knew because the editor who first came to me, and it was a very quick succession of like, probably two or three editors who very quickly said, okay, we're ready to look at a legal. So I knew the timing was right. And I'm not 100% sure what happened. James Scott Bell had been writing legal. Um, Randy Singer is phenomenal. And for years, he'd been telling me, Kara, when are you going to be my competition? And so, you know, they were still writing. Robert Whitlow was writing. So I don't know why all of a sudden they were like, okay, we are ready. But they were. So as I was scanning headlines, I was sitting in um, Siena doing a study abroad. So let's see, 2019, 18, 17, 16. So 2016, I'm sitting in Siena. And I'm sitting there. And I'm trying to come up with like extra ideas. So it was 2015. I had the idea um, because we started seeing a lot of articles in the newspapers about unaccompanied minors crossing the border from Mexico into Texas. And so I started that idea kind of started running through my head because as a mom, I started going, what would it take? To decide that the best outcome for your child was to send them across the border on their own. Then in 2015, my husband and I are in, I believe it's Nottingham, England, because I was presenting at a conference. And so we're sitting at lunch or at breakfast. And it's, you know, this full British breakfast. And I'm reading through a newspaper and on the front cover, it's 2014 or 2015, I think it's 2015, there's kind of that iconic photo of the Turkish border police carrying the body of a Syrian refugee toddler. And again, my mind is just going with this idea of, how bad do things have to be as a mother to decide that the best option is to take your, in that case, a very small child and put them on a, a boat that's overcrowded and the chances of survival are so small. And yet that's the best option. And so that became the ripped from the headlines hook for the book. And then I took my legal experience And went, what if someone, a a child, in this case, a teenager, was murdered while they were in a U.S. juvenile detention facility? What then? And that became the hook for Beyond Justice. Um, I knew that the series, I thought it was going to be a three-book series was going to be about young women who had gone to law school together. They were going to be in the DC area because that's where I'd lived for eight years. They were going to have gone to George Mason Law School because that's where I had gone to law school. And they were going to have um, kind of that gone through the fire together feel. But Hayden ends up representing the family of the young man who is murdered in the juvenile detention facility. Now, I don't know that that ever actually happened. I have absolutely no evidence of that. That's where my mind, my writer mind took off. But it was like, what would happen? Who would be responsible? And that's where the legal piece started to intersect with what I was seeing in the headlines and my mother's heart kind of starting to wrestle with what would it be like? Um, and then there are other pieces in me in the book But you'll have to read the book to figure out what all of those are. But that's a little bit of the story behind the story for Beyond Justice. And I hope you enjoy it if you haven't read it yet. Thanks for listening to this episode of Book Talk with Kara. Come back next week to find your next great book and author to try.